You are listening to an MLGA Network podcast. A couple months back, me and my mom decided since she was dealing with stage 4 cancer and we didn't know how long she would be on the planet, we decided that every Sunday I would come over to her place and we would order whatever the heck we wanted to eat that day and we'd watch... We just binge watch shows on Netflix, just spending time. Sometimes we would just sit around talking. But this whole thing led us to, at some point, switch from watching good shows like Ozark and everything. I mean, if you're doing this every Sunday and you're binging like crazy, you're going to start running out of shows, especially since her and I have seen a lot of the same shows over the years. We decided, hey, why not just experiment, whatever. If we don't really like the show, we'll just talk over it and find something else. This led us to checking out the new version of Charmed, the 2018 version of Charmed. Now, the original Charmed was already campy and not so great, but hey, it just seemed like it could be amusing. Even though I knew it was produced by the CW and whatever they make there is always just some melodramatic teen drama BS. But this new version of Charm, they tried to go as woke as possible. And that's interesting. I mean, one of the main characters, one of the sisters, I mean, they're all of Hispanic descent. And, well, I guess the sister played by Sarah Jeffrey is half black and whatever. It's just identity politics everywhere, including one of the characters who was in the women's studies department teaching, and she's always talking about, uh, you know, white people being the supremacists and trying to do all that stuff about talking about college and rape culture, all that annoying crap that they put in there to make sure you know that these people are woke. The only problem is, is this show is pretty damn awful. I mean, one of the sisters starts dating a half-human, half-demon, and she was sort of afraid of his demon side, so when they finally go and get ready to get it on, all of a sudden, as he's kind of positioned there between her legs... All of a sudden, this shining, bright, huge light just shoots forth from her vagina and tosses him halfway across the room. And that all happened. And she's a witch, of course. That all happened, apparently, because she was still afraid to trust him because of his half-demon side. Which is just bonkers that they would even have a scene of somebody's vagina just uh, just straight up. I mean, talk about fleshlight. It was really odd. They went off the deep deep end on everything. It just started to seem like they would forget in one part of an episode that they did this one thing and the next thing they're just ruining that. The second season they had, a, I guess, different showrunners. So you get the white lighter, Harry. You know, he used to be this charming British guy who would make them breakfast all the time. And then all of a sudden he's got this dark lighter side. And then the, both, I guess, this white lighter was able to produce a... I don't know, dark lighter? It just doesn't make any sense. But the entire show is just a shit show. It's awful. And I can't believe that crap is on TV. The only thing that ever made that choice that 
terrible choice of watching that show any good was that I ended up finding a podcast called, well, I guess it's technically Charm Rewind, but they do both the old school Charmed and then they do the new school Charmed. And they call that one Charmed Hard with a Vengeance. And the entire show is just about making fun of how shitty this show is. I mean, one of the hosts, she just continually says the same thing I was saying. Just, I don't understand how this is on TV. And we all know CW has some less than subpar shows on there. I mean, it's just there for basically eye candy and preteen drama or whatever. It's so bad. So bad. But that podcast made it worth it. And what's the parallel for that whole story I just gave you? Well, it's that it's presidential debate. I'm still trying to decide if maybe Charm 2018, I was a little harsh to it. Because compared to Miss Fleshlight shooting dude across the room with her vagina, I think I might actually watch Charmed again than have to sit through these debates. While it's kind of funny, really it's just... Wow, I'm glad I didn't sit down and watch this live. Welcome to Lesbertarian, the only place for liberty-loving muff divers and muff diving enthusiasts. Join us this week as we tear apart the political binary and take a look at issues through the lens of non-aggression and reason. I'm your host, Kim Chang. Throw on your flannel, rent your U-Haul, and let's get this thing started. We're going to, I guess, try to get into some of the topics that were brought up, even though it was all over the place. It was some crazy crap happening on and how the uh, Supreme Court uh, appointee thing went was interesting. I just loved how I can't tell if we spent more time talking about the Affordable Care Act. That's actual garbage. And Trump just continually, instead of actually saying anything to... I guess he could have come out on top. He just starts screaming socialists. I mean, they didn't even wait long before the name calling started. It's just embarrassing. So I'm going to try to make this short. We're going to get through this debate. And, oh, goodness. I shouldn't even bother covering it, but I guess I'm already doing it. The microphone's already on. One of the first things that I noticed about this whole segment about the Supreme Court is that Biden, no matter what anybody says... I really don't think he beat Bernie Sanders fairly anyway, because Bernie Sanders far, far, far left. And even though the party is drifting left, I don't think the DNC is ready to put somebody that radical on there. So that was amusing to me that Biden, you know, might as well been popping his damn collar going, oh, well, I beat Bernie only because they put you in that situation. And I'm starting to wonder, did they, do they really want to dethrone Trump? that they picked Biden, that dude is going to die at some point real soon. But, you know, he kept standing up there all cocky, and I was... N I mean, it's enough having to look at Trump's face. It's never fun. But having to look at Biden, he was doing that creepy smirk smile thing, and it was just yeah, disturbing. I hate when he does that. It's that whole, oh, I'm going to pretend like I'm going to let this man finish, and then uh, I'll just let him finish his stupid point that's coming out of his stupid mouth, and I'm 
totally in the right, so I'm just going to let him make a fool out of my out of himself. And I don't know, there's just that just put me off about his demeanor, just that sly smirk, that annoying cocksure sort of look. I mean, it's bad enough that Trump is pretty much the embodiment of that whole idea of being, I am the greatest, I am the smartest, whatever. But these two, uh, just, I don't know if I can go watch the second debate or any other debates with these two on it. I would love to, I, I wanted to see Trump destroy Biden, but goodness, this was just not good enough. There's just too much disgusting going on there. So I don't think I'm going to, I don't know, maybe I'm speaking too soon. Might have to cover the second debate just for shits and giggles, but I guess we'll see. I barely made it through this one. With all the interruptions, and we're talking about three-way interruption here with the moderator, I just never understand why they, they need to pick better people for moderators. I know they sometimes want a journalist face or something like that. I really wish they would just go with somebody that I didn't even freaking know because I'm really tired of the moderator being like the third person during these debates. And as much as I don't like the crap coming out of Biden's mouth and every now and then, depending if Trump wants to seem like he's leaning more conservative liberty or not, or his hidden leftisms kind of pops out. But I just... The way they interrupt each other is shows you it's a verbal way of saying that these guys don't really listen to each other. And that actually might have been a little more entertaining without a moderator being in the middle. I kind of would want to see that. What would happen if these two were just on a stage, just allowed to yell at each other with no moderator in between? We would just be talking about all sorts of stuff. We would go from Supreme Court nominee, like Affordable Care Act and all this stuff and military just to some serious shit throwing, shit flinging and all that kind of stuff. And that actually might be a little more entertaining than a moderated debate that was barely moderated that you couldn't even understand what half the words were because they were all talking over each other. Ugh. I would also like to point out that the question about out of all the four years Trump has been president, he has, while well, he's trying to fight to get Obamacare repealed and all of that, if he's had a comprehensive plan, and, you know, my response to that was, I don't need them to have a comprehensive plan. That is the exact thing. I do not want Trump or anybody trying to think of what they need to put in place of Obamacare, because really, it should be between you and your doctor. It's bad enough that insurance is already attached to a job and you got to have a freaking job most of the time to have some good insurance. But then they try to make it sound like it's going to be free when it really, once again, is just going to be all about taking our tax dollars for that garbage. I'd rather them not put anything in place. That's all I'm going to say about that stupid stuff. And I would, I prefer if he would just repeal Obamacare and just not even bother putting anything in its place if he's elected again. At this point, I'm starting to think that he will get elected again, elected again because, I mean... That's just, our choices are nothing, and yeah, nobody's gonna, even if they, people that saw this debate want to look at a third-party option, I still don't think that she's going to get as far as we'd like, so I'm still thinking Trump is gonna continue on another four years. Shout out to Biden, totally dodging the hell out of that question regarding filibuster, and it was amusing that it was brought up that he tried to blame that on Trump when that really came from Democratic colleagues or whatever, all that garbage. Half the time I was hardly listening because I couldn't believe that this was 
what we're watching on TV. And if you haven't figured out by now, if you're still one of those people that thinks the state is in the way it is, is viable right now, I hope you opened up your damn eyes as you watch this because this is what your system that you enjoy so much has become and was allowed to be able to become. This is just embarrassing. And if a bunch of countries around the world are laughing at the U.S. right now, I wouldn't blame them because look at these yokels, these clowns that we have to listen to. One of the very few points I agree with Biden on, though, is when he said that I wouldn't trust, nobody would trust Trump to create a vaccine, that administration creating a vaccine at all. He said, you don't trust them, I don't trust them. I certainly don't. And I'm not even completely anti-vax here. I'm not, it's not really a hill I want to die on, but still doesn't mean I want to have any coronavirus vaccines that come out in the very near future. I mean, they barely understood what the hell was going on when this first started. And I don't think they have it as figured out as people would like to think they have it now. So no, I'm not trusting that vaccine. And I still don't trust Trump and his administration to be the ones that make it. And I know all the stories about Bill Gates and vaccine, whatever. I just don't trust any of this garbage at this point. And this whole COVID section was just annoying because I'm tired of hearing about it. And people can say that, okay, maybe Biden wouldn't have done worse. Yeah, there's a possibility that he probably would have been worse. I mean, Hillary Clinton would probably be worse. But either way, this was a whole fiasco, a whole mess at this point. But I feel like at least the states got a little more safe, even though we had to deal with the local tyrants trying to close down all these businesses and making mass mandates. But at least for the most part, that was left to the states as I prefer things happening. It should happen at the state level. And that's where people should be able to choose these things. So if it, I feel like if it was up to anybody on the far left, they probably would have tried to find a way to make sure that we all had to lock down and everything would have been the same. We would all be in mass mandates until like mid next year or some craziness. I mean, that's all speculation. We obviously are not going to figure that out anytime soon, but eh, either way, I do not trust this administration to make me a vaccine for this garbage. Now, when it comes to the questions about the economy, I don't know if I can necessarily fully agree with Biden there because he was trying to this is my favorite. Talk about as if he cared about small businesses. I mean, what Democrat most of the time even cares about small businesses? They think all people who are capitalists are just evil humans. But I love that they try to make it seem like, oh, Trump shut down this economy just so the billionaires can, you know, do their thing. And they're, they're the ones who are unaffected, which that part is true. Yes, that if you got a ton of money, you probably couldn't survive the shutdown real well. But he tried to make it seem like, oh yeah, they care about the small businesses that lost their jobs or whatever, and it was totally Trump that did all of that. Right, okay. Sure, I believe that. Like, they ever give a damn about small businesses and these shutdowns that have ruined a lot of people who became self-made. They were actually in a successful business and it's hard as hell to have your own business and you're not a gigantic, you know, you're not Walmart or whatever that somehow was resistant to COVID and they could just have a gazillion people in Walmart and those just never closed down, but all the small businesses got ruined. So whatever, Biden, don't even pretend like any of you guys care about small businesses, not falling for it. 
And another thing about that moderator, I just really, I mean, it was a hard enough job, but him over here going, uh, we're going to go on to the next segment and we're going to need you to, to do less interrupting. And then Trump is basically saying, what? He interrupts too. He's like, not as much as you do. Who gives a shit who interrupts more? Stop freaking interrupting each other so we can finish this stupid debate. And I don't think it helped that the moderator decided he wanted to be like the parent who goes, well, Johnny, you're doing more interrupting than Bob over there. Just shut up and just say, hey, we need to, less interruptions. You're going to go ahead and give the right and all the Trump fans more reason to go, oh, he was treated unfairly. In fact, I really just wanted both these people to shut the hell up. And, well, all three of them. They were all pissing me off. And that whole the race part of it, the law enforcement part was just baffling. I just, it was funny to watch Biden try not to answer questions and try to make it seem like Trump is some sort of racist asshat, where I don't think he's a racist asshat. I think he's a classist asshat because a lot of his speech definitely sounds that way when he talks about people coming from other countries to live here. He talks about them not by skin color. He talks about them saying that they just come here to live off the welfare here. They're not contributing. And when he talks about other countries being shitholes, he doesn't refer to them by skin color. He's just saying, look, we're a first world country and they are not. That place really is a violent, disgusting hellhole. It sounds like classist speech coming from him. He doesn't specify it by skin color. It's the fact that they're at a class far beneath him, and that's how he sees it. But of course, people will continue to say he's racist, but he, classist is what my argument is. And let's not even try to pretend that Biden hasn't been terrible himself. He's clearly a Democrat, a, a man of an older era. And you can tell, I mean, it's not a surprise, look at his age, but for somebody who backed crime legislation that helped the minorities, the amount of people that were in jail for crap they shouldn't be in jail for, I mean, it can't be understated enough that this was the same guy and there were other Democrats that were like him, Bill Clinton, that opposed gay marriage, so... When you try to pretend like this man is somehow progressive, oh, he's changed his stances. I definitely feel like this is not a guy who has really turned things around. And if he really gave a shit about turning things around, he wouldn't have picked stupid Harris as his VP. And you can try to say, well, that was probably a DNC plan. Well, that's a stupid plan because you've got all this craziness going on and you've got two of the worst people that have done some terrible things to the minority community. So if you want to talk about racism, I think that Biden can definitely hold that flag while Trump's got the asshole classist kind of thing just down to a science and all of that. So whatever, what a dumb section. I was at this point, wanted to just hit stop, stop watching this debate and just say, hey, I'm not even going to do a, a podcast episode on it, but look at this. I'm a, I've already started. I've already started the venting and all of that. So I guess I just have to finish this whole podcast now. So Biden decided he wanted to blame the division of this country on Trump. And I bet you there's probably some people on the right. Definitely I've seen some left-leaning libertarians. And they're... Anybody who just doesn't like Trump wants to try to say he is the reason that this country's divided. 
As far as I've been able to tell, that seems to have been mostly the media's doing, with their inflammatory articles, taking random pictures. My favorites are the ones that say weird things like, um, there was a bunch of people at this rally and they all caught COVID and we're all just thinking, well, that happened yesterday? How are we supposed to know already? Like the test results came back, it tested 25,000 people or whatever, or the, and this is happening with all sorts of media sources, whether it's left-leaning, right-leaning, and sometimes even libertarian-leaning, that, that they give certain kinds of facts to make one side look terrible, and most of the people on the planet can't seem to tell that. They jump on the first article and they think it's fact. The media has had more of an impact on how people view each other and that's what's causing the division. As I was saying earlier, I haven't really had a terrible time as a black person under the Trump administration as much as I hate having any sort of overlord to tell me to do anything. The division is happening from the media, so that accusation, nice try. I don't agree because I actually have been able to see it play out and it's usually the media with their sharing all over social media. And then you got the obviousness of people like Mark Zuckerberg being in the pocket of politicians and booting people off of platforms for certain opinions they don't like and the stupid things that they decide to fact check that don't need to be fact checked at all and all of that. So if you're telling me anything, I think the media has a better claim than Trump or Biden even have on saying that one or the other divided this country. And Biden again, with the claim that, oh, there's been more violence during his administration. That's because we're in the middle of freaking riots everywhere and pandemics everywhere. So the increase that we've seen all over the place of violence actually isn't a direct result of Trump. It's all of the unrest and everybody believing one lie over, over another. So once again, Biden with the, hey, let's just go throw everything at the Trump wall and see what sticks because people who don't use their brain cells will fall for it. But another shout out to Biden for saying he wouldn't support the Green New Deal. Thank goodness. Something that made sense. Thank you. You know, it just occurred to me, even though I went over the whole section where they talked about race and law enforcement, that Biden tried to come in with the claim of that Black people have been killed in large numbers by coronavirus and somehow electing Trump is going to continue to kill people, black people, and they'll just continue getting COVID. But if you elect Biden, somehow they're not going to get... How in the world... And anybody who falls for that, anyone want to tell me how this virus... Does it just discriminate? Does it like something in the the black person's immune system and that's why they're killed in larger numbers or is it the fact that a lot of us live in apartments and you got probably in a lot of cases thankfully not mine i'm the only one who lives in my apartment but living together and covid can spread that way or if you don't have a lot of distancing when you're walking around the apartment complex then you probably will end up passing it there's just a lot more people in the apartment complex than there are in 
situations, well, you can have a house filled with a ton of people and give everybody COVID there, but at least you will probably have the space from your neighbors unless you're just rolling up in your neighbor's yard and just, they're just coughing all over each other. But I just find it fascinating that somebody would even think to politicize that and make it sound like COVID is racist or whatever. Man, is anybody seeing through all this garbage? I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast, all three of you, that would agree that is nonsensical. But that was right after he said some something. It was just the weirdest thing that, I I don't know, just the way he put the words together. In fact, I'm just going to go ahead and play the clip because it was pretty damn amusing when I heard it. And they ran it the way he would want to run it. We would have, we would our suburbs would be gone. By the suburbs. way, our suburbs would be gone. And you would see problems like you've he never would seen. He wouldn't know a suburb unless he took a wrong turn. Oh, I know suburbs. He would not. So much I was better. Right. Go ahead. I would, Wait a minute. I was raised in the suburbs. This is not 1950. All these dog whistles and racism don't work anymore. Suburbs are by and large integrated. There's many people today driving their kids to soccer practice and or to uh, black and white and Hispanic in the same car as there have been any time in, in the past. What's, what really is a threat? to the suburbs and their safety is his failure to deal with COVID. They're dying in the suburbs. His failure to deal with the environment. They're being flooded. They're being burned out because okay. his refusal to do anything. So that was interesting. And if you didn't catch the part that I thought was the weirdest, it was when he says, I quote, I was raised in the suburbs. This is not 1950. All these dog whistles and racism don't work anymore. Suburbs are by and large integrated. There are as many people today driving their kids to soccer practice and or to black and white and Hispanic in the same car as there have been at any time in the past. This is the weirdest thing. I mean, I know he was trying to say all oh, people, but it just sounded like the most outdated, weird Awkward thing to say, black and white and Hispanic in the same car. Oh my, oh my goodness, guys. Can you deal with that? You've got these people and they're all in the cars. White people with minorities. Oh my gosh. It was just, I don't know. It just hit me in the funny bone. It was hilarious to me. I couldn't stop laughing. And then, of course, they go on to talk about voter integrity and blah, 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 whatever. I don't trust any of these candidates with anything at this point. But really, there's another debate coming up. And I'm seriously wondering if I care to do it. And now I see why there are probably so many people today with the worst hangovers they've ever had because the drinking games were insane. And this debate gave you plenty of moments to sit with your alcohol and think, wow, at least we have alcohol. That's the only thing that is going to save us from this godforsaken mess, this shit show, this whole hot mess that we were given. So until next time, if you want to reach me, we can talk about another drinking game for the next shit show coming up, and I believe it's about a week or so. You can reach me at Lesbertarian on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Facebook, I will talk to you guys soon and try not to kill your livers. <laughs>